tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome in, AfterBuzzers, to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Homeland, Season 5, Episode 4, Why Is This Night Different? I'm your lead host, Frank Majorana. You guys can find me on social media at Let's Go Frank M. Thank you for listening in again this week. I'm joined, as always, by our remarkable Sway panel uh, in tune right now. Julian Dujeric, where can the people find you on social media? The people media? can find me all across the board on all social media at Julian Dujeric. Peace and love. And Stephanie Garrett. I am at Stephanie G3360 <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter and Stephanie Garrett3360 on YouTube. All right, guys, and we are back this week. <laughs> Quinn and Carrie are reunited. Yeah. And it feels so good, which is the reason for our um, intro song today. But first, as always, we want to start our show out with our social media shout outs. Mm-hmm. Guys, a lot of good fan and Interaction this week. Yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for writing in, commenting on our YouTube page, uh, reviewing us on iTunes, and uh, writing in on Twitter using the hashtag #ABTVHomeland. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, I like to start with Twitter. We had some really good, um, really good comments this week. First of all, a little bit of praise for us. I, I like to, you know, we thank you for the encouragement. This is a uh, Lois Elfman at Lois Elfman said the new hosts offer some sharp commentary. Please oh. check them out. So hashtag #ABTV Homeland won't go away. Well, Lois, we appreciate that. We aren't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to be here uh, all throughout the season, so thank you so much for saying that. We love the show and and love that you're watching in there. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, the next one that I wanted to get into, into more um, show content-wise is from Taylor Sonti, which is at Taylor Sonti. They said, Saul would never ever sexually compromise a sub- subordinate, let alone sleep with an employee, something's not right. Mm. Uh, and of course Taylor's talking about Elson Carr and Saul's relationship right now. So, mm-hmm. But they're sleeping together. And yeah. you know, obviously we saw at the end of last se- uh, the, the last episode, it seems like it's been going on for a while because mm-hmm. they're past the point of the relationship where they have to sleep together every time that they see each other. It's kind of one of those moments where they're like, all right, we're going to take the evening off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we saw, and let this springs boards us into, you know, discussion about Allison and Saul. Um, they've taken their relationship to a new level. And, mm-hmm. and talk about that, Stephanie, you know, the relationship between Saul and Allison, this is a new, breaking new ground for for Saul, I think. I think so, because he's that means he's kind of moved on from his wife. Uh, I think her name was Mira. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had actually had hope that they would stay together. You know, I like them together, but Mira's gone, and, well, he's with Allison. But I'm right. wondering, you know, is it for a reason? Or mm-hmm. do they just like each other? I mean, I think they they look nice together. They're age-appropriate, which right. I happen to like. He just, <laughs> he's not chasing some 28-year-old girl around the office, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so that's always nice to see age-appropriate people, you know, together and happy and everything. But I still don't know. You know, jury's out for me. What do you think? I have no idea where to go with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't see 
um, if unless we're just talking about pure human instinct, um, mm. sex ever coming into the equation with their mm. relationship that really threw me for a loop. I'll be yeah. completely honest yeah. with you. Um, and although, it threw Taylor for a loop too, which is uh, right, you know, from <laughs> yeah. online. So and so, I, I don't know what to make of it. I honestly, I don't. I can only say that as human beings, our actions aren't always rational. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, our instincts. Sexual in- desires are one of those things, and and oftentimes we don't. Uh, I won't speak for everybody, but oftentimes you know certain people won't uh, act in accordance to logic. They just do things, and so I don't know that there's necessarily a reason for why the relationship is so close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I, I try not to wrap my mind around it too much because then I get crazy. Because I, I was that's the that was like the main mm-hmm. shock factor last right. last week, right? right? Yeah, I mean, shippers are something you know that we always want to keep track of. Yeah. Which relationship is coming up? So, uh, an interesting topic. So, thank you, Taylor, for sending that in. Mm-hmm. Julian, I know you saw a bunch on YouTube that you wanted to talk about. Yes, there's a, there. Are, I mean, so many great comments on YouTube. Please continue to comment on every episode and, and giving us your your thoughts and your predictions and, and all of that because um, we love it. Uh, I have a, an interesting comment from Andrew or uh, please forgive me if I'm for, I'm messing up your name uh, or, or Gilio. Um, he says, I'm mad at Saul. A, for siding with our doll at the finale of last season, and B, for being so stupid as to think Carrie would be involved with publishing leaked classified documents, and C, for being romantically involved with that other CIA woman who tried to backstab him. It just <laughs> makes me sad. Uh, and then he goes on to say, you know, isn't he married, and, and what is his Saul? And our dolls end game. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I agree with him because yeah. I think we're seeing a brand new Saul this season. Mm-hmm. A Saul that is, he used to be a lot calmer and yeah. sort of mm-hmm. subtle about the way that he approached things. He's a much harder edge character now uh, in his interactions with last week with Otto During, mm-hmm. this week with, you know, Itai Luskin mm-hmm. and uh, General Yusuf. We're seeing a a real development of the character, and it's a credit to Mandy Pantinkin, Pantinkin yeah. in the way that he plays Saul, is that we are seeing Saul just, he, he looks haggard almost. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. ever since he got kidnapped, I think, last season by mm-hmm. Hakani, he, it's changed who he is. Yeah. I think that coupled with the fact that he has more responsibility now, he's right. leading an entire, not that he wasn't leading a team before, but the team is much bigger and has much more influence, mm-hmm. um, and he is overseeing people who also have power and not to the same degree that he does right. but at that with great power comes great responsibility and I think he's feeling the pressures of the job coupled with whatever sort of post-traumatic stress he may or may not be dealing with because you know we know that yeah. CIA operators compartmentalize their emotions mm-hmm. as a part of their job yeah. so that could be possibly what he's doing um, but I think it's it's more than just that. I think the pressures of the job mm-hmm. are actually getting to him. He, Finally, he, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Stephanie? I think this the same thing. Also, I think when he was kidnapped, uh, like you said, I think that changed him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now he's just being a harder, tougher yeah. Saul. He's just acting so much differently now. Yeah. He reveals information to Etai e. Luskin yeah. that ultimately yeah. we saw at the end of the episode with disastrous consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, he's He's putting all his cards on the table and really not holding a lot back anymore. And right. yeah. I think he just used to be a little bit smarter, and I think he's letting his emotions get 
the best of him. Right. Sometimes. Ah, yeah, because you know, when you're in a relationship, <laughs> and maybe Allison might have something to do with that. She could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, then mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can see how how really the co- the root cause of it. Is it necessarily the job? It, I think the job doesn't help. I think you have to be of a clear right. sort of objective mind uh, to, to be able to mm-hmm. carry out those duties and responsibilities. Yeah. And I think based upon what he has been through, that could have compromised that ability. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. great point by, um, who was it again? Um, uh, the hard name. The hard name <laughs> that I'm, say. it's probably a very simple pronunciation, but I can't. Andrew Orig, Andrew. Or- Origlio. 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 Thank you, Andrew. Anything else that you saw that you really wanted to? You know, mention here? Uh, yeah, there was um, another comment uh, <laughs> that <laughs> it was <laughs> discussing about. Um, we we talked about in, in in the last episode Carrie's reunited with uh, the vodka bottle, oh, and okay. uh, one of one of uh, what what FC who's a commenter on, on YouTube uh, said. Did you not pay attention to the many many references to Carrie drinking tequila? She drank <laughs> it to, uh, with Brody in season mm. one. She drank it with Brody in season two. She brought it in bulk in season three before she had <laughs> sex with a guy who looked like Brody. Right. Uh, she also likes her wine. Um, so basically, just making a point that. This is someone who like loves her little, yeah. her little uh, pick me up juice, yeah. um, and we shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because I thought that was a really funny. Well, comment. maybe we were just hoping that yeah. it was a new Carrie and that she was yeah. going to finally turn a leaf. I think that's the biggest thing. It's not totally out of character mm-hmm. based on what we've seen for these past five seasons. Well, I was really hoping that she had moved yeah. on to yeah, a new place. She broke her sobriety. That yeah. was a little sad. Yeah, yeah. So. He does. He does commend her, though. There was a. It was a very long comment, but there, the second <laughs> part of that is uh, tequila has always been her poison of choice, and she could drink most men under the table. So there was, you know, that's some compliment. That's, that's very true. I mean, <laughs> that was really yeah. funny. Like, Polish off a bottle uh, last She's episode. She's drinking the hard stuff, the yeah. vodka. Yeah. Only yeah. well, because it was available, as, as someone uh, on YouTube, I think, pointed out, that mm-hmm. it was the only thing that was available. So yeah. pretty much that was it. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't discriminate. Right. <laughs> but bringing it now to this mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. she is back on her meds, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, she's calmed down, mm-hmm. and um, we meet up with Quinn and mm-hmm. Carrie, and we start the episode off um, after the Seder scene. We'll go back to that and talk, but um, Carrie and Quinn are reunited. Mm-hmm. And after two years of separation, they see each other again. Obviously, at the end of last episode, we had Carrie shooting Quinn. Mm-hmm. And poor Quinn, he got shot this week, too. Mm-hmm. He keeps getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> poor guy. Uh, but they meet together, and we start to see this conspiracy become clear. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie is targeted by someone. We don't know who just yet until the end of this episode. And um, I really liked this whole plot line. I did, too. Because it was very clear to me mm-hmm. what was happening, and Quinn's... Um, direction to Carrie, first of all, was you need to go and hide. Mm-hmm. You need to walk away. So, yeah. Stephanie, as a mom, I keep coming back to you every week and say, as a mom, <laughs> I know, as a but mom. you have to walk away from your daughter, right. pretend to be dead for the rest of your life. How, how would you react in, the, you know, in that situation? That's bananas. That's crazy. I, I probably would do the crazy things that she did. I'd try to figure it out because yeah. there's no way I'm going to do that. I, there's just no way, and I and I respect that she's gonna go and try to figure it out. I mean, she has like a double bounty on her head, yeah. <laughs> almost maybe t- triple. I'm not sure at this point, but I'm thinking it's double because right. you know the CIA wants to kill her, and then the other folks want to kill. Her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's got to figure some things out, and that's what I would do. I would just you know, and luckily Franny's in a safe place, right. so she's and she's back on her meds, so she can kind of focus mm-hmm. on what's going. Now she has Quinn, so Quinn is there to help her, hopefully figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's gonna. You and know. Quinn made a good point too. He said, 
the only way for Franny to be totally safe mm-hmm. is for Carrie to be dead. Right. And one of our listeners pointed out a couple of weeks ago that Quinn's phone is kind of fuzzy. It's not an iPhone. It's yeah. one of those old <laughs> yeah, school that. burner phones. Uh-huh. So you can take a picture and Quinn takes the blood, his own blood, and smears it on Carrie's face and then mm-hmm. takes a picture with that phone. So it looks like she's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at the same time, Carrie is still very much in danger. She cannot yeah. appear in public mm-hmm. or even hint through a video that she is still out there because mm-hmm. then her enemies can get to her through yeah. her own daughter. Uh, Julian, what did you think of that? I, I mean, it's such a it's a crazy place to be mm-hmm. to be kind of put up between a rock and a hard place in that way. Um, I also commend and respect her for not just kind of keeling over and. Mm-hmm. Uh, accepting that as her truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I think? It's it's such an unfortunate place to be. Yeah. I will say, care if there's anyone that can come out of this, yeah. uh, on, not unscathed, but with minimal bruising, mm-hmm. uh, it's Carrie. Yeah, yeah. You know, she yeah. she just she doesn't give up. Like mm-hmm. she's just unrelenting with a never say die attitude. And honestly, it's the one. It's her saving grace. It's what keeps her mm-hmm. from. It's what protects her and, frankly, protects other people. Yeah. Even when they don't know that it's for their own good. Right. That's right. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's unfortunate, but I'm I'm mm. eager to see how she gets through it. Because she always yeah. gets through it. That's true. That's yeah. very true. She yeah. always gets through it. And even though she has to record a video message as if she's not. Mm-hmm. Which, for me, in this episode, was one of the most touching moments. Yeah. When she had to record yeah. a video um, saying that she loved her daughter and her chin is just going nuts and she's crying. Uh, that mm-hmm. really touched me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking that's an, that's an Emmy winning, award winning, uh, right. clip right there. We've had just, several of those oh, in, the, yeah. in just these last, mm-hmm. this season alone. Mm-hmm. Claire Danes, please <laughs> yeah. come on the show because <laughs> right. yeah. we need to just, we, we need to pick your brain. She's, she to me is, is in this role, this is, this is like a, 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 a I don't want to say career making role, but career, career defining for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking specifically about, uh, that scene, you can tell that Carrie was having real trouble compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. It, that part of her plan, right? I'm gonna make this video. Right. I'm gonna be authentic and present, and 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 I guess authentic is the best word when delivering the message to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that she was struggling with it. She even mm-hmm. said, "I can't remember what she corrected herself on." She said, "I, I tr- I'm trying, and yeah. I'm trying to do everything that I can to get to tried. you." And she. She corrected herself and said, I tried. Mm-hmm. And th- even that for Carrie was, I feel like, a big struggle because mm-hmm. she's not someone who stops trying. Right. That's it. So to say, yeah. I tried, to use yeah. that that verb in the past tense, for her, I, it, you can just tell, was... Eating her, mm-hmm. eating away at her. Yeah, I can see that. And it was, it was kudos to Claire Danes on that. Cause, oh yeah, I mean, big time yeah. kudos to her because you could see her thinking during the scene, and mm-hmm. it reminded me of Carrie's relationship with her own mother, mm-hmm. who abandoned her. Perfect example. Yep. And yeah. Carrie and Claire, excuse me, Claire Danes must have been thinking about that while she's performing in the scene because it popped into my mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know the actor is so powerful and has that ability to have these sort of guilty emotions that are coming in because her own mom left her and now I'm leaving my own daughter as mm-hmm. well uh, th- all of that came flooding to me as a viewer and remembering things from 
you know, a season yeah. ago. Uh, but it's playing playing into her decision making right now. And so part of that is she's doing what her mom did. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's leaving her daughter. Right uh, now, you could compare honorable, you know notions between the two but I do think that that's playing heavily on Carrie and mm-hmm. like you yeah. said Juliana that's a great point she never stops trying yeah. and um, I think that's going to be a, a great day when she gets reunited with Carrie if oh, that yeah. day ever comes yeah. yeah and I was noticing Quinn was looking totally away when yeah. she was doing yeah. it because said, she said well how do you you know how did you walk away from your own kid he goes well not everybody's meant to be a parent and I and and when she was doing her scene there, he was just totally looking away, and he mm-hmm. just didn't want any part of that. And I still don't think, forgive me, this is just my opinion. I still don't think Carrie is is fit to be a parent. I think mm. she has the best intentions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's motivated by her child, mm-hmm. by her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I don't think she holds that in as high regard, in as high a priority that her sorry her child in as high of a priority as her job. I just right. don't. That's How else could she have handled this though yeah. to to best protect her daughter? Because other than sending her away and figuring this out, if someone wants to kill her, then she they're going to get to her whether she's you know in Lebanon or mm. Berlin or back in the United States. Right. What's yeah. been made clear about this whole series is that you are never safe. And no. uh, mm-hmm. if someone wants to kill you and they have a global network to get to you, mm-hmm. then you are not going to be safe. Terrorist in previous seasons came to America and blew up the CIA building and they can find whoever they want to find yeah. uh, using even government connections sometimes. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, getting back to that, that's a very long opening to the question, <laughs> but how else could she have handled it in a more appropriate way as a mom? Oh, I mean, I'm not a parent, so I guess right. that's, that's probably... I, I guess just as a viewer, how <sighs> would you sympathize with her more if she had taken what route? I like to talk a lot of crap and not back it up with facts. That's just what I do. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like she had an opportunity to, um, she, she, for all intents and purposes at the beginning of this, of this season, had an opportunity to choose a different life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she chose to get back in. Mm-hmm. You know, there are capable people who are, just as smart, if not smarter than you, because they have more information than you do. Um, you don't necessarily have to be the savior of the world, Carrie. Like, this yeah. is my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I only ask you because I no. thought it was really interesting, the way you mm-hmm. said it and wanted to get your feedback. I'm not trying no, to... No, no, no. It's a great question to ask because I'm sure there are a lot of people... That's fine. I mean, <laughs> I'm on the spot. I'm on, uh, it, it, it's a great question to ask because how do you... How, you're right. How do you... What's the alternative? Yeah, yeah there what's is What's the best way in to handle Go ahead. I don't think there is one in, in her particular situation. Mm. Now, as, had she done this at the beginning where uh, before Otto left... She could have just said, I'm not going. I think that's what I was alluding to. Maybe, I couldn't you know, exactly put but, that down. But what changed is that she knew that someone was trying to kill her. In that, Well, actually, I take it back. I'm sorry. She found out later in yeah, the right. hotel room. Right, later. So you're right. She didn't know at that moment. So mm-hmm. she could have got on the, the plane and gone back. Yeah. Well, Laura Sutton has a little bit to do with part of that. Right. Right. With the documents. Well, yeah. So yeah, that's she a whole kind of like yeah. brought her in a little bit. She too. brought her in yeah. too. So there's, like you said, the double bounty. We said the double bounty. So yeah. 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 That's true. All right. Well, let's talk about that. Let's yeah. move yeah. on to that, that storyline. We have Laura Sutton trying to reach out to Newman and, you know, they, she ultimately does. She goes to a hacker named Sabine, mm-hmm. uh, trying to reach out to her contact who's, 
um, whose tagline <laughs> name, uh, his username is douchebag spelled backwards. Gabe, uh, Hush, Gabe Kut. How, how do you say it? Gabe, Gabe Kut. Gabe H. Kut. <laughs> Gabe I'm Kut. not going to even say it. So, yeah, so eventually she reaches out to him through this hacker, mm-hmm. and they find that the, uh, the hacker's notified that the flash drive was erased mm. uh, beforehand with disastrous results mm. for Kosnick. He goes and meets with Russian officials, mm-hmm. and he lies. Ugh. He lied to them about having a copy. Mm-hmm. And Newman warned him, get out of the car. You're making a huge mistake. Uh, he bit off a little more than he can chew there. Yeah, he did. So uh, when that scene happened, I knew something bad was happening. You got this smiling Russian minister or intelligence official. Come on in, man. I'm Yvonne. Nice to meet you. Sit mm-hmm. down. Ugh, I just... I knew something bad was going to happen. You mentioned when they took the shot. <laughs> yeah. That was the shot of death or the, the kiss of death, death, something like that. Yes. Uh, which I, I agree 100%. As yeah. soon as you take a shot, because what are you prepping him for? Right. <laughs> Why do you need alcohol in your system? What is about to happen that I need to drink exactly. to prepare for it? Right. Here's to business. I right. thought, uh, while we were That's watching funny. it, I thought that that was a poison shot. Um, yeah, you said that. Yeah. But... Um, Obviously, it didn't matter because they literally beat him. Yeah, and yeah. It, <laughs> they didn't well, need that. They, they needed the information, so they wouldn't have killed him right away. I don't think. But I just <laughs> I agree with you one hundred percent. I'm like, there's something happening in yeah. the next three minutes. Yeah, you could just feel it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it wasn't going to be clean. Oh, here's my flash drive. Oh, great. Here's your money. Have a nice day. Yeah, yeah, no, good no, no, day. No. Take the take give the driver. Take him back to where he <laughs> came from. No, what I love so that. much about this show, about, of the many things that I love about this show, is a little mini monologue that happened before something. Crazy occurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his um, he, the Russian guys. Ivan. Ivan, thank you. Mm-hmm. That Russian dude. Um, Ivan's little monologue when he was talking about cynicism versus mm-hmm. versus being trustful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, it's just such a, 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 a it messes with your mind so much. Um, I can only imagine what what he the hacker was was feeling like oh i can't believe this is about to happen i don't know what's going to happen but i know it's happening and i can't believe it's going to happen right yeah you could just feel that it's it's delicious dialogue it really is before the guillotine drops upon him that's what makes it so interesting very few shows are able to execute that well Mm -hmm. you know sometimes it comes off as cheesy or trying too hard like i love and i'm i'm a music guy so i I, music placement for me in shows like this is very important Mm -hmm. It only it only began. the The music started to cut in only after the hacker realized what he was in on. Oh, and yeah. I just thought that was just beautiful. It was a it was a great way to to illustrate and to indicate to the audience that something something's mm-hmm. about to happen. Something okay. bad yeah. is happening. Yeah. Kosnick bit off more than he could chew, and I think he just wanted to get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because the glee on his face after he got the money, we all kind of laughed yeah. watching. I like, yeah, yep, I'd be excited works. too. Yeah, here's all my money. This is perfect. And then you're right. Then the music slowly builds up and uh, something's not quite right here. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, both for Kosnick and his girlfriend, it resulted in their lives being lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a bummer. If uh, if you play this game, you got to have some backup and um, we see what happens when novices try to get involved. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so moving on to um, Saul's interaction with Itai Luskin. We talked briefly about this there. To open the episode, uh, they are at a Seder dinner and Itai says, let us remember that we are having a Seder in Germany. We're a tyrant, but 70 years ago uh, was keeping us all as slaves and wearing yellow stars. 
And then he moves to Saul, and they have a conversation about regime change in Syria, which is a big story in our news today. Mm-hmm. We have Russia assisting the Assad regime in um, killing rebels mm-hmm. and ISIS fighters, and there's controversy from the American side because um, our American government is saying that you know the Russians are uh, and their teams are also attacking rebels who are supported by the West. So this is ripped right out of the headlines again. Um, so for me, it, the, it brings up a question for the show: Is what happens if regime change actually happened in Syria? Mm-hmm. It hasn't so far. Assad is still in power. Mm-hmm. Um, so if something were to really happen, uh, it would it would be interesting to see how this show handles it, mm-hmm. uh, because in the show and in the plot line, we have uh, General. Yusuf being courted mm-hmm. and part of me was just like oh stay out of it you yeah. know gosh why do we have to you know get involved in the middle of that what do you guys think went while that was going on well go ahead i, I as far as <laughs> as far as general yusuf is concerned um i think he has great points when he's when he was discussing how difficult it would be to over, not only overthrow assad mm-hmm. but then Assemble yourself as the new leader. Right. Uh, given the fact that most of the people in power in Assad's regime are his family members. Right. right. Um, I thought the same thing. Like, it's none of your business. Like, you're, you don't have to be, you don't have to get involved in every single aspect of what everyone else around the world is doing. Right. Um, not all the time. I mean, it's, sometimes it's, it's much more valuable to kind of step back and see how things play out. Um, and obviously that's not necessarily the foreign policy of the United States as it stands right now. It's a big part of it. Um, but in this, as far as the show's concerned, I just thought the same thing. Like, you, you don't really have business being involved. Right. I don't know. I just, I, I would have, well, I would have liked to see some more restraint. Yeah, I was going to say, and when Saul, I think Saul, was telling General Yusuf that, hey, we're going to get rid of Assad and basically put you in power, mm-hmm. he didn't seem very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, because he knows what He's, that means. Because he knows, it's, at some point, when you cut the head off a snake, another head grows. Yeah. So you get rid of one, you cut, get rid of, you know, it's going to just keep on going. And I don't, he just didn't seem like he he was that interested in, in that. And it plays to, and again, I'm just talking about the, the, the U.S., the, Homeland's U.S. foreign policy, not right, the actual not United States. Actual, we're not right. getting political. Yeah, we're here. not getting right. political. No, we're we're just strictly talking about homeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it plays to the ignorance of the United States as far as their home foreign policy is concerned. How can you? How can you not take into consideration all of the f- branches of this tree that represents you know this uh, you know this idea of of peace and and democracy and. and and still go forth with it as if it's like a, as if it's a good idea. And I think General Yusuf brought up those points, and I, I agree with him. I mm-hmm. I don't know how his how line, you can do that. He had a line that I really liked, which mm. was, was my favorite of the episode, which was, "You really think these murderers want peace?" Right. It, why? Why? Be, because Saul is saying. Mm. You're our best solution for peace in Syria. Mm-hmm. And he looks at him and goes, you really think these murderers want peace? You mm-hmm. really think that putting me in is going to change the situation and make things peaceful and perfect? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not. He has a very real understanding of what's happening on the ground mm-hmm. there. And I, I like that. You know, there are pe- there are those in the Middle East who do not want peace, who want war and strife to continue because they profit from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... 
in this you know scenario, it's very easy to have a conversation in a garden about all right, we'll take care of Assad, and then it's on you, my man. You take care of that, and we'll have free yeah. elections, and you know this, that, and the other. Uh, but the execution of it is a is a yeah. very big task, and I think General Yusuf was feeling the gravity of it. Right. Yeah, and I, I just don't think Saul understands that. I I don't. I think he's he is so singular in his focus right now, and everything mm-hmm. is sort of all logic and understanding, or even just dissenting opinion mm-hmm. that may not be the right opinion, or not mm-hmm. not necessarily the most logical opinion is falling to the periphery, and that's a dangerous place to be when you have that much power. I'm talking right. about Saul. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's, so, it's yeah. interesting to, to yeah. see how this is going to go. But I did love how they staged the whole hospital as a... I like that, too. ...as a medical center for the general's daughter to have an organ transplant. But <laughs> Allison Carr walks in and says, yep, everybody here is CIA. Yep. With her nice little accent. Except for the surgery team. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to talk over you. But she That's had a nice, right. really, a really nice uh, German accent. That's correct. right, yes. Very spot on. But she noticed General Yusuf sp- uh, called her out just a little bit. He says, oh, you're not, you're not from Switzerland. No, and she says, no, no, I'm from Berlin. Yeah. So he kind of called her out yeah. a little bit on it. And I thought, mm, somebody's going to notice. Mm-hmm. And he did. So. Yeah, and he did. And nothing escapes him, but this contrasts the way that the CIA approaches something mm-hmm. with what the scene just before with Kosnick going and meeting with the Russians. Yeah. Here's a completely prepared organization looking to make a play uh, with powers of Syria mm-hmm. and this complete novice idiot who walks in unprepared <laughs> yeah. to dealing with the Russian government. Mm-hmm. So I like the juxtaposition yeah. of the two uh, of the two approaches between the two. I did too. Yeah. yeah. Really so. interesting. So um, I wanted to move on to um, Quinn's mm-hmm. um, Quinn and Carrie, we didn't finish the, uh, the their storyline here for the episode and brings us a little bit of action mm-hmm. when Quinn and Carrie are working together to try and figure out who it is that is trying to kill Carrie. Now we find out at the end of the episode that Quinn is actually also on that target list. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. something started to feel off with the beginning of the scene. And mm-hmm. I like the way that the, the director in this episode paced it mm-hmm. uh, because when you saw... Quinn go in and put his phone in. You saw it on a security camera. Uh, the front desk clerk sent a text. And then it felt like something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so Quinn obviously gets shot uh, in the middle of the street. And now we know that they're both targets. Mm. Um, that they're both liabilities. Right. And then the phone call, just to summarize the whole plot here, uh, near the end, phone call that Carrie makes. Carrie goes and grabs the assassin's phone, takes a picture of him, and calls the only number in the phone which belongs to Allison Carr. Allison Carr. So Allison is behind this. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's the mastermind or just a part of the plan? I think she is the mastermind. Okay. Like Carrie made a good point. She says she asked Quinn if she's actually if he actually saw Saul do the drop. Quinn says no. I don't. It's, it's his operation. Yeah. Well, we figure out eventually that it's. Allison, so Saul probably has no idea that this is going on. Yeah, that's just my take on it. Okay. So, my yes. question is, how does how does she know that that Saul uh, Saul has this operation? Like that? How how can she infiltrate it? Like how? Where did she get in? Right, Who, Allison. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, she's sleeping with the man. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. What, well, yeah, of course. So, what was said 
during Pillow Talk uh-huh. that allowed her to infiltrate that uh, that operation. I'm very curious because mm. I didn't see an in for her. That right. really threw me for a loop when she picked up the phone. Like how how I, it makes sense, but I don't know how she did it. Yeah, oh. I think we're getting to the point where this may be a surprise to Saul, mm-hmm. and that yeah. she, he's going to find out that she got in somehow, mm-hmm. and you know, there's going to be a big blow up between the two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so too because, because she still thinks that Carrie is involved with Laura Sutton getting those documents out. Right. So I think that that's what that, that whole thing is about. And she goes, well, how do you know Carrie didn't do that? She said that in the, in the last episode, I believe. Yeah. So that's the whole point. I think you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. I think that was the event that set all of this mm-hmm. plan into motion when Allison thought that Carrie was the one who's passing the documents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also want to point out that there was a great point that Carrie made, mm-hmm. which is that whoever sent Quinn does not know care about Carrie and Quinn's relationship. Saul couldn't have done it because he knows point. that they, you know, had a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Carrie knows that it isn't Saul. And that was a bit of a relief and a really smart thought on her behalf. Mm-hmm. She goes to Quinn like, no, I, whoever thought that you would kill me was just wrong. It, it could not have been Saul. That's a man that I trust more than my life. Yeah. Um, so. And she did point out, she says, well, he is mad at me, but I don't think he'd kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I agreed with her on yeah, that. Like, exactly. he's, yeah, he probably hates her, you know, wants to, you know, yell at her or something, but I don't think he wants her dead. No, I I, I didn't think that she wanted, he wanted her dead. Mm-hmm. Even last episode, there's too much built up between the two, mentor mm-hmm. and mentee, and even when you struggle in a relationship, I don't think he, ultimately he wants to assassinate yeah. her. Yeah. And then have Quinn taken care of afterward. Right. Um, I think it's either Allison acting alone or Allison acting on Dardal's direction. Oh. On Dardal's direction. Dardal's yeah. direction. Yeah. All right, because Quinn and Dardal are, have a weird relationship. Quinn? I, I don't. I know uh, not that. Quinn. Uh, sorry. Allison and Dardal? Allison and Dardal have a weird relationship, excuse me. Well, Allison made the play to try and oust Saul last episode Mm -hmm. and called Dardal directly, but it didn't come to pass. Uh, It didn't work out. Uh, Dar called Saul right away. So there are people playing each other, and we don't Mm -hmm. know exactly who's playing who just yet. Well, Uh, but go ahead. I was going to say, Quinn said it had to come from a high level official Mm -hmm. in the the CIA. So does Allison have that kind of clout? Where she can, you know, put in a kill for somebody? I don't think so. I was gonna think, I was, I was wondering that. I don't think so. She's the station chief in right. Berlin, and when Carrie was the station chief in uh, Pakistan, um, she was known as the drone queen. That's, That's true. That came up last yeah. episode, and I know someone commented on YouTube that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the reason why Jonas walked away from her when she was having her, her episode was that he found out that she's killed hundreds of people. And she was known as the drone queen. So Mm -hmm. um, that continues to be difficult. And now she's just completely absent from Jonas's life. So I felt for Jonas in this episode. You never want to leave it on bad terms Mm -hmm. with someone. Mm -hmm. And they have a they had a really good relationship. And now they're completely gone. She she dropped out on him. Yeah. And well, I think one of the reasons also he walked out. On that, in that particular scene, was to go find his son. Remember, his son right. was, kid- right. was kidnapped or whatever, and he walked out on her as well. So I think there was two <laughs> reasons why he walked out. Right. But yeah, I feel for him, but I think he's going to do whatever he can, you know, to help her. I, I believe that. So mm-hmm. that's you know, he's kind of struggling though. Yeah, I think his intentions are are to help. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he's torn. Yeah. Because he's now become involved in a way that he hasn't wanted to be. He's right, involved. Exactly. His, his child is involved now. And, right. Uh, that ultimately, as a parent, I mean, you could speak mm-hmm. to this more than any anyone on this panel. 
that holds the highest priority and the highest regard. So yeah. doesn't matter how deeply you are in love with Carrie, your child is a product of you and you will do everything possible to protect that. And I was going to say, and, and she brought the war to their doorstep. Yeah. Essentially. He, the, you know, that wasn't, it wasn't sought out by that. No. No, she brought yeah. that in with her. And I think that for him, that may end up being a very big problem. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move into our predictions mm. for the end of the episode here. Mm. Um, I don't know if I have any. You, you know, uh, we've got <laughs> some good predictions here. You guys talk, I might have a few. <laughs> Before we get into predictions, though, I want to remind all of you that uh, please like us on YouTube. Um, subscribe to us through iTunes and also put in a review on us there uh, if you like us if not uh, send us in your comments let us know how we can make it better for you guys um, we're also found on Stitcher and any other app um, where you can find us so what is Stitcher? Stitcher is it, it's just a it's a podcast app it's okay. another way to, to listen to things I just so. found I saw you writing it on the board I'm like what is Stitcher? <laughs> yeah I've never heard of that and I'm usually, I thought like I, I was hip to like all the social stuff <laughs> no. I'm like no what is that what if this is another one I have to be on now it's like SoundCloud okay it's kind of oh, like that yeah. so okay. okay go download Stitcher and and uh, subscribe to our podcast. You're so much cooler than me, Frank. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't want to say it out loud, but now that you said it, no, I'm teasing. So, uh, guys, your predictions for this episode. Or for the future, I should say. I don't know. I don't don't have a a solid prediction. What I Mm -hmm. do have is a lot of questions. Yes. I want to (laughs) know. That's it. Questions. We're going to read in this second. I would like to know. I really would like to know who wants Quinn and Carrie dead. Who? Why Quinn? Why is it that they had the foresight to know clearly that Quinn wouldn't kill Carrie? Or mm-hmm. did they not have that foresight and they just thought, let me tie up loose ends because he also knows mm-hmm. a little bit about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. He obviously just gets a name and he goes, but we don't want anyone. We don't want that to be a liability. Whoever we is that's masterminding this, right. I want to know who that person is or who those groups. Of who that group of people are. Mm-hmm. Well, let you me know? put your feet to the fire here yeah. and, and I don't nail think you it's down. Just <laughs> who, well, who do you think it is? If you're just wild I guessing, I know I you don't know, know right don't now, know. but I'm, I want to put you on the record okay. so we can come back to this. <laughs> oh. You know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been speechless about a prediction before. It's just because yeah. I, for it, it didn't. Again, it didn't surprise me when I saw that Allison was was involved in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems much more complex than than just how it. it how do I explain this? It, <laughs> I feel like there needs to be more more players in order to to carry out what Allison who so far is the only person that we know is involved uh, in, 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 in infiltrating Saul's operation, there needs to be more players in order for that to come into fruition. So I just want to know who those players are. Because yeah. I can't put... It can. It really can be anyone. It really mm. can. If we're if we're doing a far-fetched prediction, <laughs> it, can, it can be Saul. It could be. It could be Saul. It could be. Uh, I, I don't think it is only because of the relationship that Saul has with Carrie and whatever suspicions, sneaking suspicions that he had, I think mm-hmm. were sort of dissipated in their last meeting, as contentious as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be Saul. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Nah, I would be a little shocked, but I just I don't know who else it could be. Because who else knows about it? Who right. else yeah. Who else has the information necessary, uh, aside from Dardal, I guess, right? Dardal would be the only person. That's my opinion. Right. Right, yeah. I, I think so. I think that's a, a solid prediction. Mm, my, my 
uh, opinion and prediction is that Dardal and Allison are in on this. Okay, so that's okay. the tag team. Yeah, then that yeah, seems team, that yeah. seems plausible to me. It I does. Just, plausible. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, like, yeah, who me, else knows? I, yeah, I can't either. I mean, what do you, yeah. what do you think, Frank? I, I I agree with Stephanie. I okay. think it's it's Dardal and Allison working on this together, okay. mm-hmm. and Saul's going to find out that this was happening. I don't think he knows about it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somehow, Allison and Saul worked it out. Or Allison and Dardal worked it out to get those names in the box, yeah. and then they had a German assassin. Don't forget that. So it wasn't an American assassin. That's true. Uh, the text that went through was in oh, German. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's an interesting facet of this, mm-hmm. uh, too. Last week we saw Quinn and Astrid meet up in a club, and mm-hmm. that was a really great scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. You could feel the attraction <laughs> yeah. happening between the two. Um, so there could be a connection through the German government to get one of their operatives to come and take care of Quinn to avoid further detection from mm. the American That's side. That's true, yeah, because somebody wants to cover the tracks. Someone wants to cover their yeah. tracks. Mm-hmm. They don't want Carrie or Quinn or whoever is close to them to know that it was an American that mm-hmm. did it, because in this case, it went wrong. The assassin got killed and Quinn survived, and now we don't know you know, who is who is in charge if they're going to be happy about that mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. So we'll find out. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to mention, and what my prediction has to deal with, is that General, General Yusuf's plane blew up. Yes. Right. We didn't yeah. even mention that. Yeah, I was going to mention that. So I do want to talk about that mm-hmm. briefly. Uh, my prediction is going to be that the Israeli government arranged to have that plane blow, blown up. I was That's just going to say that. I was that. thinking <laughs> yeah. that, too. I was yeah. thinking that as well. Yeah. Yes. Because they have the most to gain from him absolutely. not being... Available to ascend to power. That's right. right. It was contentious between Saul and Etai mm-hmm. at their dinner. Um, you used to be a uh, Etai said you used to be a better friend to Israel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a really good scene between two powerful men keeping mm-hmm. their emotions in check. Yeah. And, and under this veneer of happiness and a satyr, um, you have these very serious political discussions that yeah. had life or death ramifications for General Yusuf. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, Etai did not like the idea that they were going ahead with that plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their plane blew up. Uh, so, so I think relations are about to get really bad between oh, the two. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, how does that affect their relationship now? Yeah. So, well, you know, because he, he, yeah. if this prediction is mm-hmm. true, if this is if this is what happened, if Israel is in char- was in charge of that, of, of um, the general's plane exploding, mm-hmm. um, then they knew that the American government was going to continue on with the plan, yeah. even though yeah, Saul assured him that well, well, remember, they weren't in the business of doing that anymore. Remember, they were having a hypothetical conversation. Right. Hypothetical? Right? I mean, Which was real, obviously, yeah. between the two, and both the guys knew it when they were having that conversation, but I, to be honest, when the plane blew up, I was kind of happy about it. <laughs> I, I was... Well, not that the family died. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Look, as far as plot is concerned, as far as plot is concerned, I'm I'm very pro Israel. Mm-hmm. So um, I believe that they need to protect themselves, and they're in a region of the world that is completely surrounded by enemies. So Etai's smart, and yeah. he found out information from Saul that Saul gave up. They're obviously longtime friends, but Etai saw something that was dangerous to his people. Mm-hmm. And I think he was behind having that plane blown. Up. And did you see Allison's face at the end when she was looking? Yeah. She's like, oh. Crap. How am I going to explain that? Like, what the? Yeah, little <laughs> yeah. minx got herself. Yeah, you wrote minx on the board. She's yeah, she's a minx. Treacherous little minx. That yeah, girl. she's good, though. She's very good. She, she's good at uh, hiding a lot of stuff, too. But hiding it, but yet putting it out. You know, showing showing her, her claws in a way. She has a, a talent at deception. That's it. I would say. Yes. Uh, to expand on your point. Mm-hmm. Anything, any final thoughts, guys, before we That's close it, it out here me. tonight? 
Great episode. Yeah. Great, episode. great episode. So many plot branches that have grown now that we have like, we, that are going to keep us hooked. Yes. Uh, yes. And they're coming closer together. Yeah. Yes. You know the the documents uh, which, which the documents which cause this whole action mm-hmm. between what we think is you know causing this interaction between Carrie and the CIA chief in mm-hmm. right. in Berlin is it's all starting to mold together. We've got seven episodes left to mm. see what happens. That'll so, be fun. I yeah. like it. It's very exciting. Thank you all so much for listening in again this week. As always, I was joined by Julian Dujeric. Where can the people find you on social media? The people can find me all across the board on social media at Julian Dujeric. And Stephanie Garrett. I am at StephanieG3360 on Instagram and Twitter and Stephanie Garrett3360 on YouTube. Cool. And I am Frank Majorana. You can find me on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. Thank you all so much for listening in again. We appreciate you all for listening in each and every week. Come on back next week. Have a blessed week and we'll see you back soon. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.